Hello, and welcome to the Love Lanyado Astrology Podcast. My name is Jessica Lanyado. In 2008, I was a regular guest on the Diana Cage Show, broadcast out of New York on Sirius Satellite Radio. Each episode, I would answer callers' questions live on air and chat with Diana about some astrological topic. While that show has ended, I'm excited to offer podcasts of my appearances on the show for your listening enjoyment. If you like what you hear and you want to know more, send me an email at lovelanyado at hotmail.com. That's love, L-A-N-Y-A-D-O-O at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Diana Kate Show. I'm very excited. We've got Jessica Lanyado. Hi, Jessica Lanyado. Hello, Diana Kate. She is our astrologer. And psychic to the stars, or dyke psychic, or I don't know. I'm trying to come up with a cute nickname for you, but I'm not doing so well. You're doing great. I'm having a. (laughs) It's one of those days. Um, Fair enough. (laughs) Hey, Jessica. So uh, I was talking to you earlier, and you said something about talking about what the moon's role in the astrological profile is. And then I realized, oh my God, I don't even know that. You don't even know? No, I have to. I mean, I kind of get the whole idea that you're sun sign and your moon and your ascendant all sort of make up different parts of like it's not just about the sun sign yes absolutely but what does the moon like kate is an aries but her moon is in gemini ah yes so okay okay so the sun in astrology is supposed to be your will and your identity which is why you know part of why sun sign astrology is so popular because you know we're in a culture and a world where everything is so like you know i am um, and, and so much comes out of that. And so the thing about the moon is it's, it, it's kind of key phrases, I feel. And okay. so the moon in astrology represents your feelings, your needs, your childhood, your past, which often, as we all know, means our baggage. Um, it's, the moon is related to literally like your digestive system in your, in your physical body because we tend to digest things through our feelings. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, so the moon is more about your feelings and um, your emotional nature. So, you know, so many times people ask me stuff about like, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm dating an Aries and I'm, what's your sign again? Mine? I'm yeah. a Cancer. You're a Cancer. So like an Aries and a Cancer, you know, what I would say about an Aries and a Cancer dating, there should be friction because it's a bit of a, a square, um, is really different than if you told me your two moon signs because that would be about more of your emotional compatibility. So um, there may be kind of, a, you know, like classically speaking, a friction between a Cancer and an Aries, but if you've really compatible moon signs, then you could really get domestic with each other and have an easy time when you're not out doing things. Do you know what I mean? Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. Okay, wait. So, okay, so she is a Gemini moon and I'm a Leo moon. So that's a lovely combination. Gemini moon and Leo moon, um, especially because you've got a bit of that, you know, good old-fashioned boy-girl dynamic on it. Um, it. It's really, you know, that Gemini moon is really, um, the, and, and the Leo moon are both really active, and it just creates an emotional dynamic where you're both um, kind of can zip off of each other is the best way I could put it. You can really um, kind of get excited by each other and feel really comfortable and, in, like, emotionally inspired together. And there's a way that both of those moon signs can... Um, be really focused when they're there and kind of like check out a bit when they're not. Huh. Um, and so that's really compatible. Interesting. For, for your two moon signs. That now makes perfect sense, actually. Really? Yeah. 
That's what I like to hear. Yeah, no, that makes okay. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Actually, but the thing with astrology that I feel like I, you know, I, I should really say is that you know there's so many, there's all these planets and there's all these dynamics, and so you know we're never, it's it's never quite as simple as like you know your moon, her moon in that particular way because there's you know what's happening to her moon in her chart might change the classic interpretation of a Gemini moon and make it a lot more intense and and focused or a lot less intense and focused. You never, you know, just talking about the signs can sometimes be, um, you can miss part of the picture, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I just like to say that, you know, so people kind of get that, that idea because it's, it's, um, it's a really complicated system, astrology. Something I really love about it is that it's a really detailed, complicated system where you can get tons of information about yourself or about other people. And um, and sometimes I think when we oversimplify it, um, it can be frustrating because you can feel like, oh, there's, there's these truths here, but I can't quite get deep enough with it. So, so when, yeah. when people start thinking about – so. Okay. So like the thing is, is when people are like, oh, I'm a, you know, Sagittarius or whatever, but, but they have to sort of remember that they're not just a Sagittarius or a Sagittarius with all, like, are these other things like your moon and your rising sign, are they kind of like augmenting what your sun sign is or are they changing it? They can. Absolutely. Yeah. I have a friend, for instance, who's a Sagittarius and that sign is supposed to be really, you know, a risk taker and bold and like no limits, no boundaries, you know, a bit of a gambler, classic Sagittarius stuff. But she has like four planets in Capricorn. And so while there's definitely a part of her that is all those great fun kind of um, risk taking Sagittarian things. When push comes to shove, this friend of mine is very, you know, likes her routines, is, is kind of a hard nut to crack, that's classic Capricorn stuff, um, is really ambitious, really hardworking, all this kind of very Capricorn stuff that doesn't really necessarily click with Sag. And so, yeah, it really can change things dramatically. A lot of times people come in to see me and they talk about, you know, I'm a Leo, but I don't really feel like a Leo. And there's, you know... Ten out of ten times, I find that there's really good reasons why they don't identify with what they're reading in their sun sign horoscope because there's so many other things that make us what we are. You know, you might have um, stomach aches, and I might have stomach aches, but we might have stomach aches for completely different reason, metaphorically speaking. Ah, okay, so that's... that's Does that make sense? No, it does, and that's why I always... Because I always get people... Because, you know, I'm completely obsessed with astrology. Which I love. I know, and I always get these people saying, I, I've never had a horoscope that was even close. And I'm like, but you don't understand when you read those things in the newspaper, they have to, you know, generalize for every single person yeah. that was born during that period of time. Yeah, it's, it's true. And, you know, I, I do write a horoscope. And when the opportunity fa- first came to me to write a, a weekly horoscope, I was very nervous about it because um, there, it's, it's such a limited practice in a way. And I think that horoscopes can be amazing and I certainly read mine you know Mm -hmm. Um, and they can give us so much information and and insight and all that stuff but you know it is it's like you know finding uh, a doctor an MD who's got a little booth like Lucy in in the Peanuts cartoon you know what I mean at at a metro or something and walking up to them and being like can you give me a diagnosis my head hurts you know there's only so much um, you can get out of it because the practice itself, the structure of that is, is pretty limited um, and limiting. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, some horoscopes are like, you know, you are going to flirt with somebody fabulous this week, but what if you're married? Right. What if you're shy and you don't flirt? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's so many different kinds of people. So 
that's the thing about these generalizations. But, you know, I'm often telling people when they come in, when I see they have a really large concentration of planets in a particular sign or house, I'll tell them, you know, read your horoscope, you know, as you always have, but also read this sign because I think you might find that it's really hits home for you more. Uh, okay. So gotcha. that can be helpful, for instance, for that friend of mine I was referring to that has a lot of cap, you know. I beg her to read her Capricorn. Read the Capricorn. Too. Totally, totally. Yeah. My guest is Jessica Lanyado. She is our astrologer and psychic, and you can have you can contact her if you want via email at lovelanyado at hotmail dot com, and it's l o v e l a n y a d o o at hotmail dot com. It's a long name. I'm sorry, guys. No, it's okay. We'll put it up on the MySpace page. Like, we'll we'll put it up on, you know, so people can access it online, too. So okay. if you wanted to contact her about a reading or, if you know, advice or, you know, whatever. I mean, Jessica kind of does it all. She has, you know, she does the psychic reading and the tarot cards and the astrology. And I've always found her to be very helpful. Oh, thank you. We have a couple of calls for you. Great. Let's see. Hi, Eric in Chicago. Did you have some questions for Jessica? Well, I'm just curious as far as I've never dealt deeply in chart stuff, but I've got my information if that'll help. Um, sure. What? Just your year and date would be helpful. Uh, August 3rd, 1967. 67. Hold on. I wonder if you can hear me flipping through the pages of my big book. August 3rd. Okay. And did you have a specific question or did you just kind of... I'm just kind of curious as I'm far curious. as... Uh, what <laughs> I have no social life first of all it's all been work so I'm just kind of wondering if it's going to balance out or if work's going to take the front for a while or mm-hmm. what's going to happen well okay that's great well you know just, just keeping on our little theme of talking about the moon you are a Leo um, mm-hmm. and you've got a couple planets you've got three planets in Leo so you know you're in some ways really a classic Leo however you've got this moon in Capricorn and so the way I'm going to kind of read that for you is that you feel, it looks like for you, your feelings, you feel most safe and comfortable when you're working and when you have clear, defined goals. And I would kind of relate that to um, how you have, may have made choices in your life to prioritize um, working, which is a structured, you know, clear goal, um, versus your social life or your emotional needs. Um, people with the moon and Capricorn can often do that. Um, and what I am looking at for you is that um, between now and really um, the start of 2009 is a really important time for you to be reevaluating your value systems and to make behavioral changes. And, you know, people ask me, what you kind of ask is, like, will this happen? And people ask me that often. Um, but I think, you know, with life we kind of have to make the choices that make it happen. Um, right. And there's no, unfortunately, there's no, there's no astrology or magic being that can fix that part, sadly. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think that for you, you are in a time of your life where you are, it looks like, at least on a mental plane, a lot more open than you've been and feeling more bold. Um, to take some risks. And so I, I do encourage you to, um, again, first think about your value systems and then take some chances socially and to look at how you can kind of restructure your time. You may have okay. to sit with less before you have more, if that makes sense. <laughs> I've been it, dealing with less for quite a while now. So. Uh, <laughs> Eric, <laughs> yeah, Eric, is that, uh, does that get, give you what you need? Pretty much. I mean, it, it's, I've been single for several years now, and I have been focusing on launching my own company. 
and trying to get away from having to have a day job under someone else. Uh-huh. Um, so it's just, it's a matter of, you know, I, it's a nervous time because I'm outside of a structured corporate situation where there's not a guaranteed paycheck. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as far as the social or dating front, I'd rather not deal with that if I'm not in a position where I can contribute equally, you know, where, you know, I don't have the resources, so to speak, uh-huh. um, to do the dating or to do the trips and that kind of stuff. So right. I pretty much shy away from that and just close in and work on my well, stuff. Yeah, it sounds like, yeah, well, it sounds like that's probably a good way for you to go. Well, thank you very much for calling, Eric. Thanks. Bye-bye. Take care. We're talking to Jessica Lignato, our astrologer, Jessica Lignato. You can reach her for a reading if you want to by email. She has a website. Her website is lovelignato.com. It's L-O-V-E-L-A-N-Y-A-D-O-O.com. And the email is lovelignato at hotmail.com if you wanted to contact her about a private, more in-depth reading. Um, but we're taking calls right now for quick questions. If you've got some quick questions, can we take some more questions, Jessica? Oh, absolutely. Right on. Hi, Sean in Texas. Did you have a question for Jessica? Yes. I was just going to ask kind of interesting, but my sign does not fit me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a cancer. Okay. But to read this sign, when they're like, what, what, what I've read does not fit me. I am I'm a very blunt, aggressive asshole, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm very, very, <laughs> I am. I mean, I'm very blunt. I'm very competitive. Um, I have to be the boss. I have to be the one in charge. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 the cancer doesn't fit that. Well, well, you know, um, th- that's not necessarily the case, but give me your year and date of birth. Let's see what I can do for you over here. Okay, I was born July 20th, 1972. 72, July 20. Yes. Okay. So, Scorpio moon, just to keep our theme clear. Um, let's see. Okay. Um, so, okay. I would say a couple things about about what you're speaking about. The first one is that, um, you know, cancer is not, I mean, I know that it's, it's not what you're going to traditionally read, that cancers are supposed to be ambitious, but cancers um, tend to prioritize being comfortable. And so for you, when you kind of describe yourself, I'm wondering if that's what makes you comfortable. It's just kind of being in charge and making shit happen. Um, And so that's just kind of the first thing I would say. But you have a couple things in your chart that indicate um, that you are are very aggressive, basically exactly what you just said, that you're very aggressive and you like things to go your way. And there's a way that things kind of happen for you. You know how to make things happen in your own way. Um, And so, you know, if I was – to, to um, tell you to, you know, I wouldn't even tell you to read a different sign. That's the thing, though. I would just say that, um, you know, it, why why are, are you interested in astrology? Well, um, like me and my boyfriend, we had talked to a woman here a while back, and he his birthday is January 31st, 1971. Mm-hmm. And me and him were total opposites. His favorite caller is a caller I hate. My right. favorite color is a, I mean, we, we can't even agree on a car. It took us a year to find a house that we both like. I mean, every, but we love each other, and but it's like everything's so hard for but Even like furnishing the kitchen was a task. It was just arguing, and <laughs> it was terrible. And it's like, and that's why I got to get interested in this. And I'm like, you know, because he's a very passive, um, easygoing, easy to run over, take advantage of type person, and that burns me up, you know. Mm-hmm. And we are truck drivers, so all I let him do is drive. I deal with getting loaded and unloaded and getting loaded. I deal with all that because he's just too – he gets run over too much. 
Mm. Well, we're, we're, it, it almost sounds like you're a perfect match then, eh? Even though exactly. it bugs you, it sounds like, you know, it's interesting because the way you described yourself initially was um, that you like to be kind of in charge and engaged and kind of struggle. Exactly. And, and it's like um, with him, and I'm, I'm very blunt. I, I don't have a very soft voice when I'm talking. And a lot of times I hurt his feelings, and I'm just having general conversation. I'm just that blunt about things, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I hurt his feelings, and I'm not meaning to. I just, you know, I was raised, uh, my parents had an 800-acre dairy farm. They had a trucking company. So, you know, being raised as a kid, I was in a situation where I see my parents had to be tough all the time. That's how they taught up. You know, me and my brother and sister were all three like this. And it's nothing personal. It's just how, how it is. Yeah, I, I see, you know, I do see that the thing around um, intimacy for you is, is actually quite important because I think for, and for it looks to me, just kind of uh, briefly, that any man that you end up with, it looks like this is a bit of a theme for you, um, kind of negotiating how can you be yourself and be blunt and be direct and not make the your partner feel like they're being bullied. And exactly. And I think, yeah, the first thing you need to check in with is are you actually wanting to bully them? Because if you are, the worst thing you could do is try to convince your man that he's crazy for thinking that, right? You know, we've got to be real about what we're doing because we all have our we all have our stuff, right? And, and the like, other, uh huh. And it's like you know, sometimes I I feel the need to be sweet and stuff like that. Then I'm thinking no, because if you're sweet, then you're just letting your guard down and you're not being aggressive or or manly about it, right? And, well, Sean, thank you so much for calling. Um, we got to move on. We got a lot of calls to get through, but um, I hope that was uh, interesting for you. Oh, hey, okay, wait, bye. we just lost him. We lost him. Bye, <laughs> bye. Oh, sorry about that, Talk Sean. <laughs> I didn't realize. I didn't realize that at the same time he was getting cut off. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Jessica, we're gonna take a little teeny tiny break and we'll be right back okay talk to you soon okay so don't go anywhere we'll be right back in just a sec you are listening to the diana cage show with jessica lignato our astrologer who you can reach at lovelignato at hotmail.com it's l-o-v-e-l-a-n-y-a-d-o-o it's also her website lovelignato.com www.lovelignato.com l-a-n-y-a-d-o-o.com and we'll put this all up on the myspace group as well as on my page when it comes up ooh, soon, 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 in about a week. So you're listening to The Diana Kate Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on Sirius OutQ 109. Hey, guys, we're back. Welcome back to The Diana Kate Show. Uh, we have got our guest is Jessica Lignato, our astrologer. Hello, Jessica Lignato. Hello. Jessica Lignato, I have so many people that want to talk to you that I don't get to talk to you myself, which makes me a little bit jealous. Oh, I'm so sad about it, too. But, <laughs> but, but let's talk to them. Let's see who they are. Let's see who they are. Okay, guys, we have a lot of calls to get through, so I need your questions to be a little bit, like, concise. Um, let's talk to Kai in Tennessee. Hi, Kai in Tennessee. You're on with Diana Cage and Jessica Lignato. Hi, uh, I have a question. I met somebody the other week, and uh, I'm a Pisces, and the person is a uh, Libra. I want to know if there's uh, anything between us or uh, if we fit to each other. If you suit each other, is that what you said? Yes. Um, Pisces and Libra. Okay, well, there's there's two ways I'm going to answer that. The first way is kind of what I was saying earlier, that it's really, you know, the complexities of the human nature are so much greater than is Pisces and Libra compatible. You know what I mean? Because if so, if that wasn't true, then every Pisces and every Libra would 
be shaken up. So that's the first part of my answer. And the second part is Pisces and Libra people um, both tend to be really sensitive and really um, receptive. And so that could mean that um, you get along really well and that you have a really supportive dynamic. Or it could mean that nobody really makes the move and nobody's really the active one. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Thanks a lot. Okay. My pleasure. Have a good night. Thanks, Kai. Eight six six three zero five six eight eight seven. Again, it's eight six six three zero five six eight eight seven. You're on with Jessica Lignato. Her website is lovelignato.com, and her and her email is lovelignato at hotmail.com. If you wanted to contact her for something more in depth, for you know a more in depth reading, a look at your astrological chart, or um, a tarot reading, all of that, she can do all of that over the phone. I've had it done myself actually, and it's been pretty amazing um so i think email email is probably the best way to get a hold of you right sure yeah that's okay. a good way okay so again it's uh the website is lovelignato.com and uh, let's go and take hi diana and georgia you're on with diana and also jessica lignato oh good to talk to you good to talk um, to you too thanks um i just got a question i've been um i've been going to school i've been working at building a house. I've been doing everything and I'm just so stressed out. And I'm wondering if there's any way if I give you my birth date or whatnot. Can you tell me, is this just a phase or is this going to sure. get better? Or what? Yeah, give me your birth date with your year first if you can. Uh, the year is 1966 and it's March 16th. Lovely. Let me take a peek at this. Yeah, that better be a Pisces. <laughs> yes, you are a Pisces. And again, you have a Capricorn moon. Getting a couple Capricorn moon callers over here tonight. Um, you know, I do want to say the past two years have been, maybe two, two and a half years, it looks like have been unparalleled, really intense, a lot of hard work for you. Um, the more, the longer I look at this, the more I see it's been going on for probably more than that by now, but especially these past couple of years, I see you've been working really hard in your, in your life and in your world, but also you've been doing a lot of deep internal work. It's been, you know, what's on the surface and then also what's beneath the surface has been quite a bit, quite a bit for you. Now, I see that something very important that's been going on for you astrologically that's been a real pain in your ass, if I may say so, is, has been over as of October 29th. So it ended about a month ago. Um, and so I want to say that I think that things in some ways are getting a lot um, easier and better for you. What has not yet finished, and I see will continue for about a year more, is that um, you, your life is going through a period of restructuring. And um, there's a great need for you to have a lot of flexibility with yourself and to be willing to change plans and change your ideas um, where kind of where necessary. Does that make sense for what you're going through? Very, yeah. very much. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it always wow. shocking? Doesn't she always just hit the nail right on the head? That that's dead on, actually. Very, oh, very dead on. Yeah. That's, I, huh. I do like to hear that. But, you know, I, again, the, the most important thing for you to, you know, before we get off the phone is just to really maintain flexibility. Don't take it as, like, you know, the universe telling you that there's something wrong with you or anything like that. You've just been going through a period in your life where you've, you know, you kind of, like, have grown and built to a certain place and everything needed to be reevaluated and changed because you've grown to that place. And so if you can kind of try to roll with the punches it's about a year more it's a really Thank different you. energy but just just a year more not not four more just one from what i'm looking okay. at anyways wow well, 
That's Thank pretty good. Thank you so very much. My that, that's pleasure. Very good. Thank Great. You. Thanks for calling, Diana. Anytime. Y'all have a good one. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, it's always so good to know when a transit's coming to an end. Oh, yes. It's a beautiful feeling. You know, when I know I have a transit going on, um, I, that's a d- difficult one. I tend to really just resist and get really upset about it. And then when I realize it's about to be over, I tend to get, oh, my God, it's a once-in-a-lifetime time experience. I have to really make the most of it. It's it's so funny how, <laughs> how we astrologers play with ourselves. Um, but let's <laughs> talk to somebody else. Our astrologer, our lovely astrologer, Jessica Lignato, is uh, with us, and she's taking your calls. You can contact her. If you want to do something kind of in-depth, if you wanted a look at your chart or something like that, she can do readings over the phone, and you can contact her at lovelignato at hotmail.com. Lignato is L-A-N-Y-A-D-O-O. And uh, 866-305-6887 is the phone number. Hi, Nelson in Phoenix. Did you have a question for Jessica? Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hi. Oh. Hi, Nelson. You're on. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I had a question. Um, I recently just I lost my business, lost my house, been down in the tubes, and I'd like to know what next year is going to bring, if she could see anything. Absolutely. Can you give me your birthday starting with the year? Sure. Please? Uh, 1971, uh, April the 24th. April 24th. Sounds like a Pluto to transit to me. Let's see what it is. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. There's a Pluto. Okay, there's a bunch of stuff going on for you. Okay. So you said that you, you lost your business and your home. Is that what you said? Yeah, just oh. in the last three months. Oh, my God. I am so sorry. Um, that's just a terrible thing to go through. Okay. So what I'm looking at here for you um, is is a couple different things. One is that um, it looks like there's some cause and effect that's going on for you right now that, you know, there's a way that you may have just mishandled um, and overestimated your ability to handle things, um, and it kind of caught up with you quicker and more aggressively than anticipated. Um, some of the other stuff may be that um, did you like your business? Uh, yeah, because I went to work for someone else. Uh, I had a, had my own truck, my own trailer. I had as much as six trucks, and wow. within the last year, I w- went down to one and just had to give up the other one. I mean, and we went to work for somebody. You know, I, uh, as far as what I see coming up in in this upcoming year, I would say there's there's two things that I can you know just in a brief conversation help you with. The first one is. Um, so much of what's going on for you is really psychological. It's really emotional. Even though you're dealing with such intensely material circumstances, um, so much of what's going on for you is psychological. And so it's, it's imperative. It's so very important that you treat, you know, find ways to take care of yourself, to really prioritize, um, you know, having a healthy lifestyle, whatever that means for you. Um, really, you know, making, you know, really talking to people that you trust, um, really taking care of your, your internal world. This is so important. The other thing is, I, and I know this sounds really hard to believe, but what I'm looking at astrologically, and I'm not looking at your whole chart, but what I'm looking at is that the losses that you've undergone were in some ways really necessary for you. And that's because it looks like you um, needed to let go of these things because there was a way you were identifying your value as a person mm-hmm. with those things. 
and that Correct. your value is much greater, much deeper than those things, and they were distracting you from holding that for yourself. And sometimes I think the universe smacks us in the back of the head pretty aggressively to learn things that on paper we'd be like, oh, shit, I, I could have gotten that if I had <laughs> told it to me a little bit more gently. But we tend to be um, harder to teach, apparently. Um, so so I would really encourage you to think about that, work with that, and um, really as you rebuild your life, rebuild it. You know, don't, don't build the same thing in the same spot. Um, imagine that if, you know, if there was an earthquake and your house was torn down, would you build the same kind of structure in the same spot? Hopefully not, no, right? No, so, correct. So really take that to heart and, and take really good care of yourself is, is what I would say. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do that. And I'm also going to email you between probably tomorrow or in about two or three days so we could do a more reading and that sounds Get down great. to the nitty-gritty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've got a lot of nitty-gritty going on. Just just uh, pop me an email exactly. whenever you feel it. All right, I appreciate it very much. Thank My you, pleasure. thank you, Diane. You okay. bet. Bye, right, bye, Nelson. Take care. Oh, this is so fun. Oh, good. I, it's fun for me. I love it. Oh, good. I'm really glad you like it. I hope we're not wearing you out. Uh, you know, it takes a lot more to wear me out. <laughs> good to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, hey, Patty in Texas. You're on with Jessica. Hey. Hey, baby. Jessica, just real quick, I just wanted to know if I was a true Capricorn and if you saw a transition for me. It's 1967, January 1st. Uh-huh. And I'm sorry, what was it, January 1st? Yes. Okay, hold on. You are truly a Capricorn. Yes. (laughs) You are very, very much a Capricorn. Um, And the other question was, do I see a transition for you? Is that right? Yes. Uh, yes, I do. I see more than one. Um, I, <laughs> now, the kind of transitions I see you going through, and this is probably not atypical for you, is um, you, you've really got to get clear about what you want. You've got to have a bit of a game plan for yourself because otherwise you tend to feel really off-center, it looks like. Um, okay. And so I really would say that um, you can make a transition happen. It's going to cost you something. First of all, and that's important. You know what I mean? Nothing free. <laughs> yeah. and, um, and I think you want to really think about what are cost-effective choices. You're going to have to pace yourself. Um, and, and kind of I encourage you to make some radical changes in grounded ways. Does that make sense? Yes, ma'am. Great. Great. Right on. Wonderful. Okay, thanks, Patty. Thank you. Bye, hon. Hi, Kevin in San Francisco. You're on with Diana and Jessica Lignato. Hi, Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Sure. I just had an itsy-bitsy question. Yay. Um, I've been with uh, my boyfriend now for about a year and three months, and he's a Scorpio, and I'm a Leo. And I think in the true sense, I'm I'm a Leo, hardcore Leo, August 16th, 75, Madonna's birthday, and um, I just wanted to find out what you saw uh, in the way of communication for us in the future, because we've been having some difficulties with that lately. Yeah, Um, and you said August 16th of 75, eh? Yes. Okay, so um, the first thing I'll say is you said it was um, a a Leo-Scorpio relationship, right? That's correct. So Leo-Scorpio is what we astrologers call a square, which... um, in English means um, there's tension, there's friction, which gives us good sex, it gives us chemistry, but it also means I don't understand what you mean when you say that. 
Do you know what I mean? Um, exactly. So that's, a, that's the starting point. Now, I can't, I'm not looking as much at, at the relationship. I'm more looking at you and what, what is going on with you. And what I'm seeing is a lot is going on with you. And that it's really important for you to recognize that um, so much of what's happening between you and your boyfriend is really um, about what's happening within you. And that the relationship is playing out stuff that is things that you need to be looking at in yourself and taking responsibility for, um, how you act when you're frightened, um, how you may push him away or shut down or something like this. I'm seeing that um, communication is a huge issue for you right now and that it is really important that you are clear um, and that when you feel – I'm seeing that you're kind of being more hesitant lately with – dealing directly with confrontation and you're kind of trying to sidestep things and I'm seeing that that's creating more problems for you. The best way to handle things is put everything on the table. Um, lying is going to get you in a lot of trouble um, quickly <laughs> in this I'm, period of your life. But I do see you have a great deal going on and as far as what will happen between the two of you, it kind of looks like, um, I mean, this is either going to be like an amazing um experience with this man that you become serious partners through or it may be an amazing experience with this man that ends your relationship yeah it's been absolutely it's been wonderful it's been intense but lately it's just been a little difficult to communicate so thank you very much oh Oh, man intense is the best (laughs) it is Sex is amazing. Definitely. I bet. A Leo and a Scorpio. That rules. It can't be bad. Exactly. <laughs> okay, Bye, well, Kevin. Thank you for your time. Oh, yes, good night. Enjoy San Francisco. Oh, my God. I still remember the first time that I came to get a... I think I got... I don't... Was it my first? I think it was my first long reading with you. And I had just broken up with... I had just broken up with someone and it was really ugly and I was miserable and I'm surprised I didn't just step right in front of a bus. And I was involved in some kind of other hideous situation and nothing was good about it, but I was having hella sex. Yes. I was having hella over-the-top, kinky-ass, fucking constant, constant, constant sex. And it was heinous and she was like completely out of control and she was doing things like showing up at my house drunk at 3 o'clock in the morning and pounding on the door till I let her in. Way out of control. And I just remember you spread out the cards and then you said... Well, the sex is good. <laughs> <laughs> to the point I like to be. <laughs> it is true. It was funny. I was like, that is okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's pretty much. Okay, um, let's take another call. What? Hi, Chris in Alabama. You're on with Jessica Lignato. Good evening. Good evening. I was, I've been with my partner now for five years. Um, he's a Virgo Cancer Rising and I'm an Aquarian, uh, Sagittarian rising. What's what is our compatibility in the future uh, looking like? Well, you know, that just the ascendant and the sun that you've given me. Um, okay. There's a lot well, of ways that that's not super compatible. Um, really? Yeah. Well, but you know, you don't want to write home about that. You know. Right. You know, again, based on what I've been saying consistently in in, in this talk, you know. Um, what that means is simply that um, you have really different ways of in the world, and you have really different ways of getting at things. No opposite attract, and so that actually might be great for the. Yeah, he's you. very he's very quiet. He doesn't doesn't talk. Um, he hides. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like he he doesn't doesn't say anything to his parents about us. 
We've been together five years. Wow. And, we and I'm together, very open. Right? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like I don't, I don't know what's going on in his head. Well, neither do I, but give me your year of year and date of birth, and I'll see what I can do for you over here. Okay, January 29th of 73. 73, January 29th. Hold on now. Um, okay. I mean, what I can see that I think is, is the most relevant thing for me to say to you is that it's been more than a year now that you've been pretty much over this dynamic. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. the most uh, – sorry about that? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. And, and so the most important thing I, w- I can tell you, because, you know, we can't really change our partners. We can only change ourselves. Um, right. The most important thing that I can tell you is that there's a way in which it's important for you to um, really be with yourself for a minute and take responsibility for what your limits are and what your needs are. And, you know, there's a way in relationships when we love people, if we're not getting our needs met, we can stay and kind of subtly, passively punish them because we're not getting our needs met but still not take care of ourselves enough to get out. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you should get out of this relationship, but I am seeing clearly that you have been outgrowing this dynamic, and it has been for about uh, since about September. I'm seeing that it's really hit a wall for you emotionally and psychologically. And so it actually, it did. It, 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 it actually did. did. Yeah, yeah, on his birthday, actually. Oh. In September. There you go. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah, just think about that and take responsibility for what you're feeling and what you're needing is, is my best advice here. Thank you Great. so much. Thanks, my Chris. Pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, I don't. Okay. We hear here. Oh, you guys. Okay, you guys, I'm so sorry. Those of you we didn't get to, Jessica's going to be back January 2nd. That's, I can't wait. That's our next date, right? It's January 2nd? That's January 2nd. That's right. Okay. Um. So Jessica's going to be back January 2nd, so don't worry. I'm sorry. I know there's a couple of you we didn't get to. Sorry, guys. She will be back. And you can also contact her by email at lovelignato at hotmail.com. If you wanted to do a private reading, you can do that. You contact her through her website. It's lovelignato.com. And all the all of your rates and contact info is there, right? Yes. It's all it's all there. Okay. So lovelignato.com is the website. And um, so if you wanted to set up some kind of private reading, you know, contact her by email and she can work that out. And we'll talk to you again on the second. Thanks so much, Jessica. Thanks for having me. It's been real fun. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.